Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. Great to have you along with me today. I want to start off today with a passage of scripture that's very familiar to us out of Revelation chapter 13, beginning in verse 16. And he causes all the small and the great and the rich and the poor and the free men and the slaves to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead. And he provides that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark. And we're all very familiar with that passage of scripture that in the end times, we're going to be forced to take a mark on our right hand or forehead. And without it, we won't be able to buy or sell anything. But at the start of that passage of scripture, it says, he causes all. He is the Antichrist. In that passage of scripture, in context, he means the Antichrist. The Antichrist is the one who causes all men rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or forehead. So just to give you an idea of where we are in the end times, it is the Antichrist himself who causes both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark. That mark won't come until the Antichrist is revealed. Jesus said that two things need to happen before the end comes. First, there would be a great falling away, which we're seeing. And it's not only in a falling away from the word of God that we see in the Western world. In the Western world, the apostasy is a turning away from the solid truth of the word of God to myths and theories and feel-good, um, ear-tickling sermons that have led to apostasy in the Western world, but in the Eastern world, it's through persecution and suffering. The Christian church in China is being ripped apart, literally right under our feet. Um, in, the, in Africa, they're being brutally murdered and slaughtered. So the, the falling away is literally happening right now in different ways around the world, but it is happening. And the second thing that must come before the end is the man of lawlessness will be revealed. And the man of lawlessness has to be revealed in order to implement the mark of the beast system. So how close are we to the Antichrist being revealed? Well, last podcast, I talked about the Great Reset or Build Back Better and how that language was referring to UN Agenda 2030 or the New World Order, if you want to use the antiquated language that has been covered by so many conspiracy theorists that they had to rebrand it because New World Order just triggered too many people. So they rebranded, they came up with Build Back Better and Great Reset. And Great Reset sounds very benevolent. Who doesn't want a great reset and let's all go back to zero and start over. And this time, you know, with a fresh start, we'll get things, uh, if not right, at least better. Um, and most people live with their heads in the sand. They're not paying attention to anything. The mainstream media, which is owned by the globalists, will sell them the milk and toast that they require to keep living in the dark. And uh, they will be this way until the very end. But 
in the last podcast, I told you that we would be getting into transhumanism and how that ties into the Great Reset. And in order to do that, we need to step back from world governments, world leaders, and focus on the real leaders, the ones who are really in control. That is the International Monetary Fund, the World Health Organization, the Council on Foreign Relations, the World Monetary Fund, and these um, globalist groups that we know very little about. And yet, we've seen very clearly through the COVID pandemic that they are able to control governments around the world, which is very frightening, the level of control. And two cases in point are Justin Trudeau and Boris Johnson, who have sold their people out for a price and are doing everything the globalists order of them. I don't know if it's strictly for money or if it's for promise of a position in the new order of things, the, the um, UN Agenda 2030, if they are establishing for themselves a position of prominence in the new government. I, I think that's a very viable assumption. So I want to share one of the globalist leaders who are, in fact, ruling the world right now, a man you may or may not have ever heard of before. His name is Klaus Schwab. He is a head of the World Monetary Fund that has tremendous influence around the globe. Um, papers have been released, documents have been released that these globalists have drained 100 trillion of world equities. They've siphoned them off and left you and I, the regular people, in dire straits. While they themselves have tremendous resources, they have the money to buy government leaders and to you know, rig elections, if that's what needs to be done, to start revolts to, you know, we can see that George Soros is funding the BLM and Antifa um, marching and violent looting and riots and all the rest that is taking place in the U.S. Uh, we, I've seen videos of these protesters saying, I don't care where we go next as long as the check cashes. That's all that matters to me. And this is one of the violent protesters who is traveling from city to city as long as the check cashes. He doesn't care where he goes next. There are many people like that. And these globalists understand that, that with the money, with the resources they have, they buy and sell people all day long. So here is an introduction to one of the rulers of the world that most people aren't even aware of. His name is Klaus Schwab. He wrote a book called the, I believe it was called the Fourth industrial revolution, which South Korean military are in love with. They're infatuated with it, but Asian countries overall are really into this. And it is one of the driving forces behind Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, Build Back Better and all the rest. And I'll tell you what, um, my brothers and sisters in America, Joe Biden has also been bought by the globalists. And there, it's a global effort to seat Joe Biden in the White House. And I don't know that the American people can prevent that. Anything shy of revolution can prevent Joe Biden from taking the White House. But um, 
one of the things that Klaus Schwab states in his book is that the Great Reset will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. I understand what Klaus Schwab is saying, that the Great Reset will be a fusion of our physical and digital identities. I get that because it's already happening and I can see it. Ontario has announced the digital identity will become your main and normal identity moving forward by next summer. It will be fully implemented and the other provinces in Canada will soon be making their own announcements um, and, and governments around the world. I mean, there's already governments like in India and China that are fully implemented with digital ID. That's a normal thing for them, but it's also coming here. So I understand very well what Klaus Schwab is saying, and I keep repeating his name because I want you to know his name. If he's one of our puppet masters, we, we should be aware of who he is. Um, but I don't get what he's talking about by marrying our biological identity with our physical and digital identities. What on earth is he talking about? Well, you have to go deeper into the article. He's... I'm going to just quote what's said in the article here. Schwab also openly endorses something the media still claim is solely a domain of discussion for conspiracy theorists, namely active implantable microchips that break the skin barrier of our bodies. Okay, now we're talking about the mark of the beast. Klaus Schwab, one of the globalists, one of the rulers of the world, is anticipating now, now, don't mix this up for a simple RFID that gets stuck in your skin, that holds your identity. It's not that simple. The word active has to be noted there. He's talking about an active implantable microchip. It's more than just a digital ID going on under your skin. It's a microchip that is able to read biometrics within your body, measuring, and, and this will be sold as almost as a medical benefit because you will have an app on your smartphone that will be telling you your blood sugar levels, your, your carbon dioxide levels, oxygen levels, blood sugar, everything. It will be telling you what's going on in your body and it will be sold as a tremendous benefit. And I've talked about this before, but beyond that, with another injection, I forget hydrogel or aquagel, one or the other, hydrogel is what it's called, will be able to manufacture proteins based on signals sent from your smartphone, smartphone so it can diagnose you and begin treating you electronically. And I think a lot of people are going to be delighted with this technology and Klaus Schwab himself is going to be delighted, but it's a Trojan horse. It's a Trojan horse within your body because this microchip implant does much more than what you were told. You were told the, the, the good elements of this. What you weren't told is that it also measures brainwave activity. It has the ability to monitor brainwave activity and through algorithms is able to recognize certain dangerous thought patterns and if they decide you know what what happens uh, when a revolution begins and a revolution overthrows the dictatorship 
off with their heads, hang them by the highest ropes on the tallest trees. They, they don't want that. <laughs> That's the last thing they want. And they have to prevent that. Revolution begins with one person. A single person who sits back and says, no, this is wrong, and begins to talk to other people. Well, they need to nip that in the bud. They need to be able to detect who these troublemakers are and deal with them before they can actually become a... It's like a pre-crime, or if you watch Minority Report, I forget the exact terminology, pre-crime or pre-cognitive or whatever. Um, they will be able to see the brainwave activities that are threatening to them, and guess what? They've already got the protein in your body, the hydrogel there, to begin sending out things that are going to make your life very short. So <laughs> this is the age we're living in. We're, we're so inadequately prepared for the things that are taking place in the world around us. But also I want you to be aware that Antichrist is very close to emerging. If Klaus Schwab and the other globalists are anticipating an implantable microchip that is going to be able to interact with the biology within your body and manage all kinds of things going on within your body, then um, we have to all also be able to anticipate the revealing of the Antichrist. Now, I feel personally that this is going to happen in a short and shocking period of time. But at the same time, we still can't live our lives like Henny Penny, you know, running to sell everything and live on a mountaintop and wait for the rapture. Um, it could be 10 years away. It could be 20 years away. We have to watch things as they unfold, pay close and careful attention and you know what? We, we are fools if we reject or ignore the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Uh, God has a path for us going through all of this. And we, you know, see with our own eyes right now, especially here in Canada, that they're building internment camps right now. It's happening all across the country. They've purchased large amounts of tasers, large amounts of tear gas. Tear gas. They're planning for a re revolt. They're planning for public uprising and unrest. So they know that unrest is coming. They're preparing for it. Um, we also must understand that unrest is coming. And we also must prepare for it. I'm not one of those people who spends money and then believes God will take care of it. You know, there, there are things we do that we need to be accountable for ourselves. We need to um, do our own thing. From My understanding is that God provides miracles where miracles are needed, but not where miracles are convenient. And I've seen people try to use God. They're, they, instead of taking a Tylenol, they would rather pray that God takes the headache away. There, there isn't a miracle needed there. We have Tylenol. But where a miracle is truly needed, then God seems to provide it. And that's on life experience. Maybe your experience with miracles is different. I'm no authority, but I think we need to do the right things now 
to prepare for unrest in the future. If you don't have a stash of food, if you don't have a place where you can be safe, I mean, um, it's something you really want to think about carefully. But if a time comes where vaccines are mandated, and that's what these camps in, in Canada are all about. It's the resistors who are going to be locked up. Um, my options are to live in a government camp or to withdraw to the wilderness and make my own camp. That's basically my options because I'm not going to let the government have their way with me. Um, so I have my plans laid out to retreat and hide out and quarantine myself and my family in isolation. And I'm going to put up quarantine signs for the safety of those within this camp. This area is quarantined. Any access to this area imposes a threat of death on those inside. You know, make it very clear that we don't want any involvement. This is my plan so far. And if I hear about COVID-21, or if mandatory vaccination and mandatory social uh, health passports and things of that nature start rolling out, I'm going to retreat because it begins with a mask, then it moves to vaccinations, then it moves to health passports, on and on it goes. And I think that in the early next year, something much worse than COVID-19 is forecasted. Either a COVID-21 pandemic or a total system failure uh, in the economy, in the global economy, a total collapse. It's going to make people hungry. In order for the Great Reset to happen, people need to be genuinely afraid and genuinely fearful. That's what they need. They need a very real and genuine sense of fear in the population in order to go ahead and move forward with their agenda. And COVID-19 isn't strong enough. I listened to the second White Coat Summit, doctors coming out and speaking out, and I'm very, very confident now that COVID-19 can be handled. I'm going to blow the, the pronunciation of this medication, Remdesivir or whatever, uh, works very well. And hydroxychloroquine works very well. Uh, there was one doctor, God bless this man, he came forward and said, you know what, we had 19 or 1,800 patients as young as nine months, as old as 109, we never lost one of them. The government told us not to treat anyone, and we ignored the government, and we treated everyone. We never lost a single person. Um, doctors are coming out and saying, we can treat COVID-19. No one has to die if we treat with hydroxy, if we treat with remdesivir. We, we have tremendous results. No one needs to die. But they were under orders to intubate, to not treat with, with anti-inflammatories and things of that nature. Um, it's almost, you know, why are doctors taking their orders from politicians? Why aren't doctors left to do their jobs? I don't want the bank manager to tell the mechanic how to fix my car. What does a bank manager know? The mechanic is the one who knows how to fix the car. So shut up and sit down, bank manager, and let the, let the mechanic do what he does. 
in the same way, shut up and let the doctor do what the doctor does. And when the doctors are saying COVID-19 is not a threat, we need to return to normal. And those who are infected with it, who have a serious response, hey, we can treat it. Get in here. Let us set you up. You will live. If they can make a 109-year-old person survive, they can make you, they, they can treat you and you will be just fine. So realistically, the world needs to return to normal and get over the, the globalist conspiracy. But I honestly believe at this point that Bill Gates and the Klan know that COVID-19 is too weak and ineffectual. It's mutated over 30 times and it's become a kitty cat. It's not enough to create the kind of fear that they need. And I'm waiting for one of two things. We, we had a, a little jab and now for the right hook that's going to lay us out. And that right hook is either a, a total financial collapse or COVID-21. And if we don't see either of these materialize, then it's a very good sign that, you know, a reprieve from the globalist agenda. So I'm paying very close attention going into winter and what's to take place early next year. And don't, in the face of, remember what Jesus said, because of the increase of wickedness in the earth, the love of most is going to grow cold. That is our number one task right now is not to let your love grow cold. There's a part of my heart that wants very much to conspire about revolutions, about violent uprisings and things of that nature. And Jesus said, you know, if, if it's to captivity or to go, then to captivity you go. If you live by the sword, you must die by the sword. So that that's what's going to happen in the future if we're to go to captivity because we don't want to go along with the globalists and the captivity we go. If we take up rifles to fight then by rifles, we die. And uh, I mean, pick your poison. Yeah, do you want to live in a camp or do you want to die in, in a battle? <laughs> Whatever works for you. But uh, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me. And yeah, don't let your love grow cold because we're, we're surrounded by negativity and bitterness and hostility and anger and hatred. And uh, it, it is a struggle to be loving, meek, humble, gentle, demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit. God bless you.